Hello, everybody. This is Sean McLaughlin. I'm one of the hosts of Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. Welcome to this episode. Hello there. I'm the other co-host. This is Elliot J. Fallows. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You've just found out a new fact about your favourite boy. Excuse me? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Is that how we're starting the episode? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening, by the way. Hello. Uh, My favourite boy? Yeah. I haven't found out a new fact about Robert Mugabe. (laughs) Second favourite boy. You? Yeah. Elliot can't ride a bike. I've just found that out. How so, have we? How have you only just found this out? I just, quite a big... I just think it's an odd. I mean, it's not. Can you swim? I can swim. Can you? I, that, and sing? that was actually my justification. As a kid, I was like, I don't need to ride a bike. I can swim. Because swimming might save my life one day, but riding a bike, I don't think it ever will. I think riding a bike is more likely to save your life than swimming. No, because I can sit I, on I a think bike and not more... die, but I can be in a, I can be in water and not swim and die. I think you're more likely to be in trouble on land than on water bitch you don't know my life you don't know my life bitch <laughs> please don't call me a bitch in my own home bitch. please do not call me a bitch in my own home bitch you don't know my life bitch. all right my uh beloved has got a bike no i don't no robert mugabe oh. <laughs> wait mugabe's dead now so, i mean i'm number one you've made the cut you're up i'm the boy you're up to one i knew it was worth killing robert mugabe <laughs> want to have a fun conversation is a fun conversation yeah we bloody guess someone's about to get political no i think i w- would have been a great pirate what do you Go think on, of then. that as a cowboy i'm interested to hear why you think this I think... i'm now living out my third dream so absolutely go for it um i would have been uh, a good captain on a, sh- a ship okay i would have had a good crew mm-hmm. they'd have been loyal really true Okay. We'd have used force when necessary, but I think as much as I would have used my silver pistol, mm-hmm. it is actually the danger and destruction of my tongue oh. that would do most of the damage. Okay. What in a sexual way or in a speaking kind of way? I would You'd have parlayed licked, your way to hero. I would have okay. licked the other ship. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So what were they? What's your pirate name? What are people calling you? Well, you, um, probably Captain Sean McLaughlin. Captain Sean McLaughlin. Okay, not like Silver Tongue, Silver Tongue Locks or something. Okay, okay. Oh, so you want like yeah? Because there's like, like a Long, Long John, John Silver, Silver or and yeah, yeah, Blackbeard and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be called First Officer Sean McLaughlin. <laughs> okay, I still don't think you've quite got. I also, I think you've given yourself a demotion as well. No, but that would trick people. Okay, so you're the captain, but you call, but your nickname is First Officer Sean yeah. McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have a First Officer as well. Yes. Who is just a First Officer. Yes. And you have... Uh, and his name is Captain Death Gun. Captain Death Gun, okay. Yeah. And you have the fun young crew member who you've taken as your ward. Yeah. Played by myself. Yeah. Um, We're not played. This had been real. I would have had. I would have had an Elliot equivalent. Sure, sure. Yeah. And to write the journal. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm writing the journal because I, I learned to read because I came from a richer family, but then I ran away to become a pirate. Yeah, yeah. With you. Yeah. Uh, and my nickname is what? Come on then. Uh, yeah, it would be that. Come on then. Come on, come on. Come then. on then. Come on then. Come on then. Yeah, I think I would have been a good pirate captain. I think I'd have led us around the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I think we would have. Um... So would you be like a criminal pirate? <laughs> yeah. But you're doing it for bad guy reasons. You're not doing it to like survive. You're not stealing from the rich or like a corrupt government. Are you doing it literally just to like be criminals and do whatever? No, I don't want to go into like towns and scare people. Mm. Like, yeah, rich government companies. Yeah. You know, government vessels. But I'll steal from other pirates as well if I think they're out of order. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'd have a big ship and I just think I'd be a really good pirate. I'm surprised in this day and age we don't have modern... Modern, old-fashioned pirates. Like, I know we have modern pirates. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know we have, like, Captain Phillips pirates. Yeah. You know that I'm Captain surprised... Phillips wasn't the pirate. No, I know. <laughs> you know he wasn't the I know, he was the, the first officer, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, But I feel like in this day and age of people living in the wilderness and, like, you know, people go and live in the woods or whatever and they, and they think more about mm. kind of living outside of societal norms mm. in one way or the other. I'm very surprised we haven't come to the point where we do have, like... We haven't what? Come to the point okay. where we have... That's what I would insist, actually, whenever I doctor after ship. I go, come to this point. We should have... I, I'd imagine, I think it's weird when I have little communities or cults that are living on the ocean, pillaging and scrounging around and doing whatever. Because we have those on land, don't we? I we think do... it's weird we don't have... What do you mean we have them on land? Like cult, who do we have on land? Like cults and communes and things, and people who live we have a few live outside of society. Yeah, I feel like it's odd we don't have like an ocean version of them who just live off the sea. <laughs> I think they should exist, and I think you'd fit right in there. I think, but you'd go in as a proper swashbuckler. We do have pirates though, who yeah. have ships. Yeah, but they're like not shiver me timbers pirates, are they? They're they're just like well, they're, doing, they're just sea terrorists. But they're doing the. But that's what pirates were. Yeah, no, but that's yeah. all pirates were. No, but there's no adventure in what the modern day pirates do, is there? What the fuck are you? They're doing the modern equivalent of what that. Yeah, is. and that's why I said we should have modern day old fashioned pirates. That is honestly the weirdest thing you've ever suggested. Is it genuinely? Because I've suggested some very strange things. Okay, let me break this down. Fine. You think... Welcome to the Bible podcast. As a way of life, the home of witty banter, that men and women in this... Look me in the eye. Men and women should board... Uh, what, all right, explain the ship. Explain the ship you think they would have. Explain the ship. What, modern-day old-fashioned pirate? Would it... Yeah, the modern-day old-fashioned pirate. So this is their life. It's not yeah. like a hobby. They're actually... This is the life they lead. I think it would look like an, an old-fashioned pirate ship, like we know pirate ships to look. Okay, so it would have sails and rigging, and it would be massive. Yeah. Okay, but like a big s- old sort of naval vessel type. It's what you were imagining you would be a good one of. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm surprised people aren't just doing that. Okay. Do you, do you think that you could just get a ship like that? Probably build it. These people are probably good at woodwork and stuff, aren't they? They're probably good at woodwork. Yeah. These people who are so desperate to live outside of society, yet they're gifted. People up... like live on the land and stuff, know how to whittle and whatnot. Whittle and. Or maybe they like used to be. Maybe they come from a rich family. They're just doing it to put their finger up to society. What by building a massive ship? Yeah. So they'd still have to hire a company to build the ship. Yeah, maybe. So they've done that. All right. So they've hired a company. All right. Yeah. So. But then they wouldn't pay for it afterwards because they're pirates. 
Okay. They just be like, yep, I'll go and get the money, and then they get the keys to the boat and, and float away. They get the keys to the boat. And float away, yeah. Okay, float away. Yeah. All right. Um, and how many people do you think they'd get on their crew? Uh, what, like 20? 20? 20, 25. 2025, okay. 2025. Okay. Also the date of both our deaths. Uh, and yes. Yep, six years. <laughs> okay. okay. So this rich, a bit, what, a billionaire child putting their finger up to society yeah. has had a boat built. Okay. And they're putting their finger up to society. Yep. They've got the keys to the, vo- the boat. I really want to watch this movie. Yeah. 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 Who's 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 in their crew then? Because they need to hire people who know how to work sails and know how to actually sail a ship like this. Well, that's if you can learn, isn't it? Like people know how to do it. Yeah, but do they? Though? That little hero girl does it. Gre- Greta Thunberg. Yeah. So Greta Thunberg is that her name? Greta Thunberg. Yeah. 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 So she's hired. She wouldn't want. Um, so they hire her. Huh. I guess it's a pretty ecologically fine way of living, right? Like I bet, I bet pirates are quite green overall. Yeah, I bet overall they are p- pretty green. Yeah. Um. So this rich person hires Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Yeah, and a few other people to to, to master sales. Okay. Yeah, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nigella in the kitchen. Who else would you want? Do you want to be on the ship? should know that I am shaking with rage. Do you want to be on the ship? Yeah, I want to be on this ship. Are you the captain? No, the rich person's the captain. You're the captain. He doesn't have to be. He can be like the commissioner. This is your... The commissioner. The pirate commissioner. This is your hypothetical rich person that you're you're amazed that more people don't do this life. We're talking about your lifestyle. We're talking about your suggestion. Fine. All right. So they're in the ocean. Yeah. So he's got this crew together. How is he paying the crew, by the way? They all make their own, ca- like they go and plunder, and then they split equally. They plunder. They plunder. Where, where are they plundering? Who are they plundering? Uh, oil rigs, fishing boats. Wait, wait. So they, I guess pirates only way- work if there's more than one pirate ship around. They, their way of living off the sea mm-hmm. and away from society yep. is to get one of the most famous women in the world, Greta Thunberg, to help them rob an oil rig. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you're wondering why more people don't do that. Yeah. I think they'd be shot dead if they became within 200 metres of an oil rig. I'm not saying it's a... I'm, 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 saying, I think that's, I'm saying it's a first draft of a plan that we should probably work but on. But you're asking why that doesn't happen, and I'm saying because they would be killed I'm not, imme- I'm not saying why it doesn't happen. I think I'm saying I'm surprised it isn't already. Like, the Extinction Rebellion people seem like the kind of people who could just go and live off the sea. And I'm surprised we don't have modern-day pirates. We do have modern-day no, pirates. No, modern-day old-fashioned pirates. Are you surprised we don't have modern-day old-fashioned Robin Hoods? Uh, we do, don't we? Who? Greta Thunberg. <laughs> she won. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really read the story about what she's up to, living on a boat. Um... Boat girl. <laughs> yeah. What's this boat girl on about? Let's find out. Sailing around the world, boat girl. How are you doing, my little white friend? I'm good, thank you. I don't appreciate being called little or white. Um, okay. Frankly, I'm not that keen on being called your friend, but uh, now's not the time. I am having one of those days. Can I say, as your friend, yeah. just because I care and because I notice, you seem a bit off today, a bit off your game. You're oh. a bit unwell. I would say that I'm you run... Look, you look sick. Okay. You look Is that like, like a mean... fucking sick piece of shit. 
Okay. You look like a Sunny D bottle has been kicked into the sewer. This is like um, it's like that bit in the Nutty Professor, isn't it? Which bit? The bit where Dave Chappelle insults the the Sheldon Clump. That's Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> it's a... Yes, it is. Eddie, Eddie Murphy's Murphy. the Nutty Professor, mate. No, Eddie. Mur- yeah, the that's nutty... gross. The What's Nutty Professor gets insulted by Dave Chappelle. How are you? I'm all In right. truth, I care about you and I want you to not be like Do I really like look me. like shit? No, you look fine. You've got a wonderful haircut. <laughs> I... <laughs> You're acting so odd. I think you know that I'm feeling a bit physically run down. And you're viewing this as a chance to really manipulate me. Finally, it's my time to get on I feel on like top. you're gaslighting me, actually. I am gaslighting you. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 uh. I... <laughs> What's up, buddy? You just tired? Yeah, I'm probably just tired. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit under the weather, under the weather. I yeah, think. a bit under the weather. A bit poorly. I don't know if I'm under the weather. I feel, I feel like I've just, you know, we all have those days where you wake up and you think, nope, not okay. today. Is in, and it's not like I'm down. I think it's just like I don't want to do anything. So it's not a, it's not a depression. It's like a poorly. But just you're just a bit worn down. You're a bit sluggish. I would say that waking up today. The mm-hmm. last thing I wanted to do was read the Bible. Okay. It was one of those days. Luckily, I read it. Great. Um, so, we're here. Uh, but it was just one of those days. Well, you're probably just feeling sad because we're nearing the end of a Old Testament. Isn't that mad, listeners? This is like the penultimate episode of the Old Testament proper. Yeah. The minor prophets. Minor prophets. The minor... They're prophets who were all... Worked in mines. Unbelievable. So they all worked in mines. And they're all children. And they're minors. And they're, under, and they're, minors. they're underage. Yeah. Who would you rather fuck? A minor okay, or a right. minor? There's going to be a lot of that, listeners. Um, I'd fuck a minor. Okay. And is it because you like the soot or you like the purity of their skin? <laughs> the I'd say the soot. Okay. I'd say the soot. So it's one of those minors. Mm-hmm. How about you? A minor or a minor? Minor. Minor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should I call someone? No. Okay. No, 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 it's under control. You just like going in the holes. Hmm? <laughs> yes. 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 Keep yes. those five-star reviews flowing in, by the way, listeners. Darn. A tooting. Uh, well, I hope we can pick up your spirits. Oh, they'll, they'll be picked up. They'll be fine. Wonderful. I'm having a cool cafe blanco. Yes. And you're spending time... No, with it's one ca- of your... is it a Café Negro? It's a Café Negro. Oh, That's okay. We can say Café. We speak French. We haven't left the European Union yet. Oh, we're going to leave, though. Do you think we won't? I think we've come to the point now where it's... I think it's a certainty that we might not. Yeah. That's that's a fact, isn't it? It's a certainty that we might not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, given when this episode is going to be released, and we might be a certainty that we are, I think oh, we yeah, probably should it... not be talking oh, about it. Oh, could it have just happened, actually? Could have just happened. Oh, crikey, O'Reilly. Is that right? <laughs> Imagine listening to this in the wasteland afterwards. No, this is the run-up. This is, I think this is being released on the 20th. Of October. Yeah, so in 11 days' time, Brexit's apparently happening. Yeah. No ifs or buts. Shame. That's a shame. I love my ifs. Yeah, I do as well. And you love buts. I do. I like both. It's kind of the point. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> See, I got a little smile on your little face. There's, good, you know what? There's good stuff in this podcast. There is. You have to dig deep for it, though. This episode. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get there. We'll get it. We'll get there. With a little boy band of minor prophets. Yes. Speaking of minor prophets, if you haven't bought a ticket for the live show yet, <laughs> that is broadcasting. BBC Sounds, if you're listening, you can buy us out. Yeah. And you can I, eat us out. I don't know how eat long Bible our, Corp's going to survive for, so if you want to give us. Our asshole. You can eat for the out right. our ass. <laughs> It's where we keep the contract, baby. <laughs> if you haven't bought a ticket for our live show yet, it is on the 3rd of November at the Bill Murray Angel Comedy Club. Yeah. 6.45pm, £5. Five of your English pounds. It's going to be so fun. Yeah? Yeah. You can also provide a DVD copy of the film £7 and we'll give you £2 change. Is that true? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Come... Okay. And also, when you get to the thing, hmm. bring a copy of Seven Pounds, yep. the film that Will Smith was in. Mm-hmm. And if that you go, here, here's Seven Pounds, we will give you two pounds change. I feel like... I, the best thing about this is, it can't go wrong. Can it not? No. I, I like that. But, and I feel, I've thought about this week, this week, I think we should have some sort of little wink thing that people can do like if you bring a certain thing to the show Mm -hmm. then we do or give you a certain thing okay like if you wear a big hat we'll fuck you (laughs) no we'll if you well you heard it here first something like wear a big hat and we will both fuck you don't don't at the same time don't do that don't do that big hats are a turn off I mean, hmm? that, I, that's. Do we have to do it on the night? Because I don't know if I've got that sort of stamina. We have to do it on stage as part on of the show. On stage as part of the show. We'll have a little competition in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the best big hat? Doesn't matter. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We'll think of something before and the next one. And you can judge us on our helmets. <laughs> so to speak. Uh, yes. Well, this is the last one, actually, before the show. The episode after this comes out the day we do the show. Oh. Do you reckon people will be listening to it on podcast form on the way there? Uh, possibly. On the way home. Oh, yeah. Or at the gig. (laughs) Yeah, just during it. Yeah, if you come to the show and listen to the episode before, while we're on stage... We'll fuck you. We'll fuck you. (laughs) You know what? You know who wouldn't do that? The My Dad Wrote a Porno people. No. They're on HBO, but they won't fuck you. They're on HBO? They're on HBO. What are they they doing on there? Something white and basic. See what they're not doing? They're fucking their fan base for having a big hat. Have a big hat. Wear odd shoes. Um, bring a Bible for us to sign. We're not going to fuck you for that. And if you want to have a fun old time, come along to that. Should we keep the bit about us fucking the listeners? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Other podcasts I wouldn't think, sit with that. I think maybe we should re- give it another crack, but I'm happy to make it as a commitment. We'll just leave it. Let's not go again. Sure. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> First part of the big Old Testament finale. Yeah, we're up to the the minor prophets. We are.
Um, so the minor prophets, if you don't know, we've just had all the major prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel, mm-hmm. all discussing the fall of Jerusalem. And they've got longer longer books in the Bible. Yeah. And they're going into more detail and having specific stories. Whereas all the minor prophets are kind of taking little bits of the prophecies themselves. There's 12 of them overall, 12 minor prophets. Mm. And then just making their own little thing about that. It might be a poem, might be a speech, might be a new story, an allegory or something. Mm. And then there's 12 of them all in a row just at the end of the Old Testament. Yeah. So we're doing five of them today? It's like the Animatrix. It is like the Animatrix. <laughs> Do you want to explain that? <laughs> I never saw the Animatrix. I didn't either. Is that the straight-to-DVD animated Matrix compilation movie? Yeah. Yeah. View this as the Animatrix of the Bible. It's kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. It's more like, it's more like a web spin-off, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the first minor prophet that we'll talk about out of the 12 mm-hmm. is... Hosea. Hosea. The book of Hosea. What do you think of the book of Hosea? I think it's pretty funny. Do you? I think it's about a, 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 a sap, a little loser <laughs> sap. I yeah, I can dweeb. see what you mean by that. He's he's what I think people would call a cuck. He is. Yeah. Um, he's cuckolded. Right, I'll start by reading this. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling quite under the weather, so you might have to take the lead. That's fine, mate. Just to let you know that. That's fine. I think, by the way, I think you're doing such a fantastic job. Do you think so? Yep. Thanks, man. So proud of you. And again, always a privilege to be here with you. Let's go. Why are you talking like that? Hmm? That's a really weird thing you just said. We've only got six years left on this planet, mate. Let's just take care of each other, okay? The word of the Lord that came <clears throat> to Hosea... You didn't, need to dr- you didn't need to clear your throat at that point. What are you, what are you talking about? The word of the Lord that came... Came unto Hosea... <clears throat> To Hosea, son of Beery, mm-hmm. was it Beeri? Uh, Beery, let's say that's cuter. During the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Joshua, king of Israel, mm-hmm. that is the least boring sentence in this book. Uh, untrue. Okay, hit me. No. <laughs> um, this whole what is it? Is it an allegory? Is it's it a, a symbol? Symbol? I I I find it. He is a sap. I mean, I'll tell you that. You you got it right there. God tells Hosea mm-hmm. to go and marry a woman of like a a woman of whoredom. Right? Yeah, an adulterous wife. I'd go and marry an adulterous wife. Take to yourself an adulterous wife and children of unfaithfulness, because the land is guilty of the vilest adultery. Is that what you're saying? Does yours use the word whoredom? No, mine. Mine didn't. repeatedly uses the word whoredom. Yeah, yeah. It's like they. Call sure you're them... not just projecting that. <laughs> I'm in, in. I'm an incel. <laughs> Fucking grow up, you stupid losers. And the Lord said to Hosea, "Go and take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms, for the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord." Hmm. So it's just saying like people who have turned their back on the Lord and are being dirty little sexies yeah go and go and marry one and you know what's going to happen next well this is already i have to admit a different tact from uh from the lord our god Mm -hmm. because normally he or she comes or or they or they comes down and says these bloody adulterers they're awful don't be doing that whereas he's saying now to one of the freaking prophets Hmm. go marry her that one there yeah 
Go and marry her and have children with her. Yes. And let the children have children. And then when she cheats on you, as she will, because she's an adulterer Mm -hmm. or an adulteress, Mm -hmm. like you can turn your back on her, leave her in the desert Mm. and let her perish and die. Mm. Or you can go back to her and forgive her and love her again. And that's meant to be like God saying to the children of Israel, hey, I know you fucked up and you've been exiled because of yeah. everything you've done and everything that I've done to you. Yeah. But hey, it's possible for me to go and take you back. And at no point does Hosea say to God, how about my whole <laughs> life isn't just a metaphor for uh, the relationship between you and Israel? No, no, no. Do this for me. It'll make a funny bit of imagery. It'll make a good bit of imagery. It'll be like, yeah, but can't you just like... Can't you just like put it in a book? No, no. And oh, so but I am going to be like one of the main characters of this book. Well, you'll be the main character of the bit of your book. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to be a big bit, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, kind of two pages. It's two pages. Two pages, Hosea. So uh, that's exactly what happens. Hosea marries yeah. Goma, daughter of Diblame. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I mean, some of the names in here are ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, what's going on with this? Let her remove the adulterous look from her face and the unfaithfulness from between her breasts. Otherwise, I will strip her naked, make her bare as the day she was born. I will make her like a desert, turn her into parched land. Aye. Ooh, baby. That's X-rated. Mm, get it get it, get it, it all nice and dry. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff about how Israel are awful. Yeah, so it's basically the same thing again, but saying, like, if you didn't get what I was saying there, here's what it is. Yeah, here's it's what it is, Hosea mate. laying it all out for them. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a weird bit... 8-1. Put the trumpet over your lips. Mm-hmm. He shall come as an eagle against the house of the Lord. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I, I really like, think... Like an eagle attacking a house. I feel like a lot of... Whatever the imagery they're going for in this entire book is so random. Yeah, it I don't really, really know. Work. Like, you can choose any random bit. Ephraim mixes with the nations. Ephraim is a flat cake not turned over. Foreigners sap his strength, but he does not realise it. His hair is sprinkled with grey. It's like a bot being yeah. taught to do hate speech. Oh, yeah, like the shit tweets that are like... Yeah. I made a robot read the Bible and it wrote its own page. Yeah, yeah. For they have gone up to Assyria like a wild donkey wandering alone. Ephraim has sold herself to lovers. It makes no sense. Yeah. No sense at all. It calls them donkeys. It calls them cattle. calls them eagles. Like, there's... There's too much. They're, they're aiming for too much in this. It's like an they are level, all adulterers, burning like an oven, whose fire the baker need not stir. That's not what adulterers are. Yeah, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, what does what that the mean? The fuck are you banging on about? Don't double your metaphors. Don't need Inception language, brah. Um, um, so that's Hosea. Yeah. So then it's saying that the children of, Ursh- of Israel are worshiping Baalim, which is like fake god. Yeah. And that that's basically like sleeping around and cuckolding God. Yeah. And he's saying, oh, no, I can't be cuckolded. I'm God, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a more streetwise version than you get in the Bible. <laughs> Wiggity wonders. Wiggity wonders. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. The Bible. Um, by the Bible. By, by the Bible. <laughs> <clears throat> oh god this anyway is, this is all starting to feel a bit like a fe- fever dream <laughs> uh then we go on to the book of joel the book of joel so joel is the second minor prophet i'll just i'll describe this as a total waste of fucking time don't know about you what is wrong with you i just think it's i just i just i cannot wait until we finish the old testament 
Your whole mood is in a minor key, my friend. Okay, you need to pick up your spirits. Tell me why I should give a fuck about the book of Joel, then. Tell me what's good about it. Well, I mean, Joel's the worst one. <laughs> anyway, anyway, out of the five. Uh, Joel, Joel brings back a, a villain from a previous famous story. <sighs> Go on, then. All right. So God is saying that because everyone's turned against him, hmm. he'll bring a black cloud of locusts to the land. And the locusts and insects, like loads of different types of insects as well, mm. will come and destroy the land and then attack the people of Israel and, like, gnash at them. Yep. So just like when he brought them to Egypt, when Moses was trying to save his people, yeah, he'll do that to his own people, to the Israelites. Yeah. But then if they stand on the mountain of Zion and blow a trumpet, which is basically just saying, I like God again, yeah, then all the locusts will be killed. He says that the locusts are like an army that come like an army, like little soldiers. Yeah, uh, and they'll all be wiped out by God, who told them to go there in the first place. And then all the people will be fine, and everything will grow again, like Eden. There'll be like a beautiful land, and all the people will be safe and happy. But only if they stand on a mountain and blow a trumpet, so all the insects go away. It's like there's like two and a half pages of locust imagery. Yeah, he really loves his locust imagery. And I'm sort Joel. of like, I'm, you know what, Joel. It's a little too too late for that. Yeah, I think we're we're a little too late. This seems like when you get this is a nerdy. Here's a nerdy. Sometimes at the end of a nice graphic novel. Oh dear. On the last few pages, oh. it is voluntary. I swear, it's not. I'm not an incel. On the last few pages, <laughs> they have like the sketches that were like the making of, and sometimes you see like rough drafts of characters and stuff, mm. and they're just little. Even at the end of normal books, there might just be a little draft of a chapter they haven't put in there. So, like this seems like <laughs> Wait a this seems like these are people who wanted a book in the Bible and they weren't quite good enough, or they like won a competition and were allowed to have two pages as little joke pages. I definitely end. agree. I, I agree with you there. They, they shouldn't they, be these, there. These prophets feel like they were like the runners up in yeah. a competition to be prophets, and yeah. so they get a little bit in it. So but I just want to go back to book an, an earlier this. point that you made just then. Which book have you read? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it ends with the author doing chapters that didn't make it in the book and drafts and stuff. I've never read a book where that's happened. The Bible. Where? where? Just here. Minor prophets. Well, I guess so. I guess so. All right. That's what I think. Maybe more books should do that, though. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe like Tale of Two Cities should end with... With what the third city might because, be. Like, Charles Dickens <laughs> like, yeah, at one point there was going to be a third city. <laughs> On the moon! Different sort of book. <laughs> I like that. Every chapter is just something taken out of another book. I, I always thought Ghost of Christmas Past should have been a T-Rex. And just went, <laughs> I'm from the past. Oh, no, they didn't, didn't speak. Okay. He never knew what was going on. Okay. And Ghost of Christmas Future should be a, an android. Like a cyborg or yeah. an android, okay. And it's only the Ghost of Christmas Present that okay. he can understand. Yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's a version of Christmas. I'm so sure many that fucking that versions of Christmas original, Carol. His original version must have been that. Yeah. Chick Dickens was like, "We will make it go oh. back." Well, once we get done with the Bible, which, as far as I can tell, is in two pages time, mm-hmm. we'll start on our new podcast. Sean Elliott, get the Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listeners, do email us or write to us or tweet us about what books we should read next. <laughs> I do think Dickens. <laughs> I mean, I, I think if we're going to have an author, 
Having the word dick in the author does make a lot of sense. Seems on brand for us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's Joel. Um, you take Amos. I don't want to take Amos. We have to, because it's the one I haven't... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the words of Amos, one of the shepherds of Tekoa, what he saw concerning Israel two years before the earthquake. So this is not from the point of view of like of someone high up or someone that God gets ordered. This is like a person, mm-hmm. uh, a shepherd, and what they viewed as something. This is what they saw. Okay. The Lord roars from Zion and thunders from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds dry up and the top of the Carmel withers. Uh and then it's just a list of what the Lord is saying to the shepherd. Uh, and it's ju- to do with judgment on Israel's neighbours because they don't follow the right gods. Mm-hmm. Um, stuffing like threshed Gilead with sledges having iron teeth. It's pretty cool. Uh, the sins of Gaza, the sins of Tyre. You know, this kind of stuff we've heard before. Uh, goes up to the sins of Moab. I mean, it's... It, I can't add anything that we haven't said in the past 10 episodes. Yes, you can. I genuinely can't. There's no such word as can't. There is a word as can't. Give it a go. Did I tell you once, actually? That reminds me of a story. (laughs) Yeah, go on. When I was playing football, as I played for a Sunday league team. Oh, sorry. Is this an allegory for something? Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay, great. So you're playing football. Uh, I I played for a Sunday league team. Day of our Lord, yeah. Yeah, I always refer to it as a Day of our Lord team. Mm -hmm. And the others didn't like that. I didn't get on with them. Okay. Uh, and I remember uh, one practice, one of the kids was trying to do something. Oh, we weren't kids, probably 14 at this time. And then uh, one of the coaches, he said, I can't do it. And one of the coaches went, there's no such word as can't. And the kid, totally misinterpreting what he meant, went, fine, I cannot do it. <laughs> I like that. And I remember thinking, wow, <laughs> you're a thick kid, aren't you? There's well, obviously a word called can't. That's that's lovely. That's so wholesome, though. Yeah, it's quite sweet. I really like that it? story, yeah. Yeah, it's quite sweet. That's cute. Anyway, more locusts, more fire, mm-hmm. uh, and it's done. Woe to the complacent. Woe to you who are complacent on Zion, and to those of you who feel secure on Mount Samaria. It's the type of thing where I don't know who Amos is, mm-hmm. but in the competition to find the prophets... The little blue Peter... I thing. think Amos only made it this far because their uncle runs it. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Like, there's nothing here. You've got to get my nephew Amos in there. There's nothing original here. All right. Sorry, listeners. I mean, I can't... You can. I can what? You cannot carry on. <laughs> uh, then we have Obadiah. Which brings, yep, to the shortest book in the whole of the Old Testament. Yeah, probably in the whole Bible, I imagine. Yeah, maybe. Do you reckon there'll be a longer, one, a shorter one than this in the Bible? Probably not. I don't know. Probably I mean, it's, it's damn short. Uh, yeah, one. It's one book, one chapter. Mm. It's chapter, isn't it? That's the phrase. Probably should know that by now. Um, <laughs> What's a book? <laughs> so Obadiah talks about another kingdom. So back in the origin days, when Israel was created, mm. at the same time there was another place created or another city another following called Edom which is like Israel's neighbouring kingdom Mm. and they're not necessarily like children of God they're just another kingdom of people they're another another group Uh, and they grew up alongside Israel turned out to be one of the bad guys who went to like conquer them 
and went and slaughtered loads of the children of Israel. So they're part speeded of this up, fall, fall of Jerusalem. We're so close to the good book. Come on, man. We're, we're, so, so, we're close. so nearly there. Okay. And the first in my 50 points oh! about this book is to say, you know, everyone's got stuff going on. The, everyone's the hero of their own story. So maybe the people of Edom don't know what uh, what's going on, what they're doing. Uh, that's a theme that's going to come up later, by the way. People not being responsible for their own selves. Um, so I would say that the second point on my list of 50 things... It would be shorter to just read the whole book. ...the book of Obadiah is to say that at the time, obviously, God's judgment often came across as violence and and danger and being slaughtered. So why would you follow him? Why, if you didn't know about faith and the the true judgment that he was offering, I suppose, they were blind to it, which, of course, I think you're free to do nowadays. You don't have to follow this, obviously. I don't, personally. Okay. I know we don't touch on that much, but I don't. The third point in my 50... No, 54 (laughs) points about the book of Obadiah is to say... Okay. You are very sad today. And I think I know what it is. And I think the listeners know what it is. What is it? I think it's because you're sad that we're nearing the end of not just the Old Testament, but maybe the Bible in, 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 in all. Maybe that is what's getting me down. Is that it? Maybe it is that. You maybe know I'm I'll... sad. This great literary adventure. Yeah. We're past the halfway point. We're at the September yeah. of our time with this book. We certainly are. And I want to be in the march of this book. Do you feel like once it's over, we won't be friends? Is that what's making you sad? I think we'll find a new project. Okay. I think we'll find a new project. Okay. So was that picture spirits up somewhat? Yeah. Good. Hey, Sean. What? I'm having a great day with you. Thanks. The fourth point in my list of 50... Eight, actually, come to think of it. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And then you just swallow it. You just swallow it whole. Have some water with it. Yeah. And there you are. There's some MDMA. Thanks, Pick man. Pick up your spirits. Thanks, thanks. I've Probably. never had this before. I don't know what it does. I literally don't know what it is. I found well, it on the floor. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling good. Those last books were, weren't great. But uh, because we're talking about the story of Jonah now. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'll have some MDMA. People talk about it. I think, it, you know, it should put me up a little bit. And then, um, yeah. Well, hopefully it will work out. And hopefully it was MDMA. Yeah. As I say, I found it on the floor of a club called Squelch. Squelch? Squelch. Okay, cool. What also, sort of club was that? A big sweaty homosexual stinky stinky place to go squelch squelch oh yeah i'm sure that's that's unsafe don't touch the walls okay don't touch the walls yeah i i got you don't touch the walls that's how this happened oh my what is that it's my arm now this is what my arm is now that's not your arm it is my arm how can that be your arm What do you mean? It looks like a foghorn leghorn. It is. That's what happens. If you touch the wall, there's so much semen, you look like your arm becomes a cartoon character. Oh, my. Yeah. I'd get that looked at by a doctor. 
Well. And I mean an actual doctor, not like a doctor of funk. Sean, calm down. Okay. This is the MDMA talking. Well, I don't think it's kicked in yet. About right. 10 minutes it might do. Um, Let's get into the famous story, bitch. Please don't call me a bitch in my home. Okay. Uh, Jonah. Yes. Listeners, you have put up with a lot of shit this episode. I don't envy you, but it's been worth it. It has. For this amazing tale. The real profit was friendship. <laughs> Turns out the real minor profit was money. <laughs> Thank you. And Live the, show. And the major <laughs> profit was was my, was free. Was freedom. 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 Do you think anyone has ever learned anything from this show? Yeah. What did you think they've learned? I've learned stuff from it. What have you learned? That they're all related. All the characters in it are related, aren't they? They're all like in the same bloodline. No, but I mean like... A, a, yeah, I you, didn't know that before. Have you learned a lesson like how to live your life? Do you reckon it's changed anyone's view on like... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think they've learned? Oh, you do, you've got to... You've got to say... To the to the masses, yeah. Just baby, wake up, baby. You're the consumerist, basic ghosts out there, looking yeah. at their phone and their ghosts and their ghosts in each other and their ghosts. And you gotta say, wake up, baby. Shake them by the ankles and say, wake up, wake up, baby. Shake it off, shake it off. And now everyone who listens to this podcast. They're not they're not woke, but they are more aware of life and how people should be. And it's like, you know, you look at the news and you look at the weather and you know it's you've gotta it's out there. It's a whole nother ball game, baby. Shake it. By the way, if you liked that, what you just heard, that will be available on a t shirt at the live show. Mm-hmm. That entire speech, right? Written in blood. In blood. <laughs> Jonah, go for it. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, doing, son of... What? We're doing new jokes this series. Go to the great city of Nineveh, because its w- wickedness has come up before me. So basically, uh, God has said to Jonah, get to Nineveh. Mm-hmm. Get to... Was it, is that what it is? Nineveh. Yeah, that's it, Nineveh. Yeah. But Jonah does what no one else does. What I'm sure Amos longed to do, which is run away he's from the, the Lord. He's a rebel prophet. He's not going to fucking go, I'm not going to fucking live my life on your terms, yeah. okay? I saw what you did to those other people. You made them get married to sluts. Yep. You made them give birth to wanker kids. Yep. You're not going to do that to me. I'm Jonah. Nothing bad happens to Jonah. Nothing <laughs> bad will ever happen to Jonah. So God's saying, go and tell Nineveh that their city's going to be destroyed. And he's like... Yeah, sure. And then just legs it in the opposite direction. He goes to Joppa, where Mm -hmm. he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard. That, I honestly... I thought that was so interesting, that. What, that he paid a fare? I I just thought, because we've never got an impression with this book Mm. of of the the fact that there's actually society going on and there's still people buying things. There's an economy, there's currency. There's stuff happening. There's a whole world. I mean, the thing is, you always talk about world building. You want to feel like the world is real in a book. I don't get any sense of how people lived in this day. No. And even that, paying a fare, I mean, that's great, I think. Someone owns that boat. Someone needs that fare. Someone owns that boat. He pays taxes. That's their livelihood. He pays taxes on the boat. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a wacky pirate ship. That's what makes Jonah a bit different as well, because it's like, 
this isn't like, and then the God said to me, do this, and then I did this. This is like a story about one of the prophets. Yeah. Like, Isaiah's not a main character in his story, is it? Yeah. It's not like, Ezekiel's not doing stuff. Whereas Jonah's like an active character in this. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's great. Uh, Shekels, is that the money? Shekels? Shekels? Yeah. I've seen that word. Is that the word? You've seen that word, have you? Yeah. Where? In the book. Well, yeah, sure. God, is it? Is that the name of the currency? I don't know. Is it just like gold? Or like pieces of gold? Pieces of eight, probably. Pieces of eight. It's a boat. Oh, good point. Yeah. I wouldn't know. That's your whole thing. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Yeah. The Lord then sent a great wind on the sea, and a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. Ooh, gosh. Oh, gosh. All the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own god, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. So Jonah has gone and said to God, fuck off. Yeah. And all the sailors are like, God, please protect us. Then they don't know that Jonah's the one who's caused all this. Well, it's interesting as well, because I always like that when they give hints that there were loads of other gods. I always think this book is like, you need one more really good bit of this of the Old Testament Yeah. to set up what the world is and all the other gods. So are there other gods? Is God the only... I think that's the point, isn't it? God's the only God. But that's the point, but... If they're all screaming to their god, yeah, then maybe these other gods are also doing shit. Yeah. But this seems to imply that each individual has their own god here. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, so it's like, Peter's god, come and help me out. I don't really know. I just think, they, they again, I don't think they ever make it clear. Because, and actually I made a note of this later on, because Jonah has gone below deck. Mm-hmm. where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. So he's just napping during the storm. He's napping during the storm. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call to your God. Maybe he will take notice of us and we will not perish. Okay. So they know he's there for God business. Is that the idea? Do they know he's a prophet? I think they're all... He's like a con man. But I think I think all of them are like, right, we've all got different gods. Yeah. One of them must be responsible for this. Let's cycle That's through the them. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll go through all of them. They're trouble. They're yeah. You know, they're, they're they're problem solving. Tr- was it troubleshooting? Yeah. Which which implies that they all know at some point that what well one of our gods is obviously one done of them's got to be right. one of them's angry. Yeah, because everything that happens in the world is to a god. So maybe when we're setting up our little pirate ship, yeah, it should be based on like ev- make everyone a different religion. Yeah, I think that's what we should do when we set up our pirate ship. Make sure ship. everyone's of a different religion, and then yeah. you don't even have to learn how to drive it because it can be like. Everyone pray to move forward, and no one learns which god it is that's actually like yeah, pushing yeah, the boat yeah. forward or yeah. whatever. And then we can have an atheist who like does the the sails. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Um, I did the sails." Unless the atheist god is is the right one. I think, I think it would be weird if the atheist god was the right one. Do you think atheist god is so cool? Like, I Do don't believe so? in atheist god, but atheist yeah. god, I think there is an allure to atheist god. What do you? In what way? Because it's like, you know how God, we see God and it's like, he's got a big robe and he's got sandals, mm. got a big white beard. Mm. Atheist God is the absolute polar opposite of that. Yeah. Tight black spandex, <laughs> big, big motorcycle boots that go all the way up to their crotch. Motorcycle boots, mm-hmm. motorboat boobs. Motorboat boobs. And also, they've got a bald head mm-hmm. and a a goatee, mm-hmm. and uh, or like, her, or her, and like devil horns. 
Yeah. That's the atheist God, in that's my opinion. That's the atheist God, yeah. isn't it? That's who atheists believe in. Athe- and, th- and, th- and then they go, God, what's your thing? You go, ah. And the God goes, I'm nothing. And they go, oh. oh. That's cool. It'd be good if that one comes in. What, Atheist God? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty nifty. Pretty cool. I'd support Atheist God. So, Jonah is below deck. For sure, yeah. As we said. Then the sailors said to each other, come. Well, they are sailors. Let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. Fascinating. Weird way of doing it, isn't it? So is that like rolling dice or like flipping a coin? Isn't casting lots like the one where you pull... Oh, like, like pulling straws. Pulling straws, yeah. Why would that prove anything? Well, I don't know how any oh, of it Oh, because the correct gold will make you pick the correct thing. I guess so. Uh, so they asked him, tell us, who is responsible for making all this trouble from us? What do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? They're saying all that to Jonah. Oh, you people. shouldn't be asking people things like that. Then Jonah says, I'm a Hebrew and I worship the Lord. That's my God, the Lord. He's the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. Mm. Now that, to me, implies that the other ones are worshipping gods <laughs> that have done fuck all. That they're shit. They're like, oh, wow, that's a lot. Like, like your God created the sea and the land. Oh, I worship Steve. <laughs> I'm from Stevenage and I worship Steve. Steve got me this cool backpack. He created a mouse <laughs> mat once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I think... My God's the one who actually created everything. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh no, I don't go for that. You know, I don't go for those sort of big, big gods. Yeah, I like the littler ones. Oh, you've got a little thirty-three ten god, have you? Great. <laughs> this terrified them, mm-hmm. and they asked, "What have you done?" They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. So why did you ask them, bros? Yeah. Why did you ask them? Yeah, bros. So in the end, Jonah says, "All right, everyone, pick me up." Throw me in the sea, and then God will calm it down. <laughs> That's not a turn of phrase that he means. Pick me up. And throw me in the sea. Throw me in the sea. He doesn't jump in the sea. No. He goes, pick me up, get me overboard. This is a recurring theme where Jonah Jonah wants to die. He would rather die than serve God. Yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah. They chuck him into the sea. Yeah. And the storm calms down. Yeah. And Jonah sinks into the ocean. And what, did he die? Well, no. What the Lord provides Mm -hmm. is a great fish. Yeah, it's not specifically a whale, is it? No. You're always kind of told it's a whale. It's it's just a massive fish. A great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. Now, when they say that, is Jonah fucking this fish? Oh, like he's inside it. He's inside the fish. Like So when they say a a great fish swallowed jonah okay so you think yeah is the fish a fish or is the fish like a metaphor no i think the fish is a great fish is it it's an okay fish i think it's a big old fish it's a big old fish and it swallows i think it's sucking off jonah (laughs) okay and swallows it and keeping him alive keeping him alive yeah with warmth friction sure sure sure. Um, yeah friction that thing we all need and it's like oh yeah the fish is gonna eat jonah yeah what's the word missing there zdick out. Oh. <laughs> I guess both. Yeah. Eats out Jonah's ass. Okay. And then that I... could be what's happening. It could be. I'm not I'm just throwing that out there. I have to say, for a heterosexual, mm. you you kind of seem obsessed with dicks. Excuse me? You seem obsessed with dicks. In what way? You just constantly you think everyone's getting their dick out. 
Well, I'm just reading... Why I'm, are you thinking of Jonah like this? I'm not thinking of Jonah like that. I'm just reading the text. But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah. Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. I mean, how that's, would you def- how would you then perceive that? That's then? suspect. That how is would suspect. you perceive No, that? no, I agree, actually. Yeah. From inside the fish, God prayed to the Lord. His God, God prayed to the Lord. Sorry, Jonah prayed to the Lord. Yeah. Which, I mean... <laughs> Sorry, I-, I said, yeah, like, yeah, good job. <laughs> good job you read it. <laughs> uh, now, I really like this prayer because it's really great imagery. And at one point, it seems like it was written by someone cool. Like okay. someone smart, yeah. someone elderly, and someone who like wanted to make a really interesting literary prayer. Yeah. And then I imagine their five-year-old daughter ran it at one point and added one sentence. <laughs> okay, go on. So I'll read it, and we'll see what sentence you think. Let's take, take the, give me the chapter and book. Okay. Chapter and verse. Uh, chapter chapter two. and verse, that's what it is. Verse. Chapter two, <laughs> yes. sort of from the off. All right. In my distress, I called to the Lord. He answered me. From the depths of the grave, I called for him. You listened to my cry. You held me into the deep, the vast heart of the seas. The current swelled around me. Your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I look again towards your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me, and the deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. (laughs) The roots of the mountain I sank down. (laughs) I think that bit. What, the seaweed wrapped around my head? The seaweed wrapped my head! Well, it does that again. I'm under sea. Uh, Seaweed is around my head. I'm using shells as bra. (laughs) Well, that does kind of happen again, because I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee and thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is the Lord. Final sentence. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah (laughs) upon the dry land. (laughs) Thanks, fish. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you. So, yeah, there we go. It's just another classic bit of bible where it twists it onto the last sentence yeah i like that so he spits him onto the ground and then what jonah's learned his lesson uh no no the lord goes to jonah a second time mm-hmm. and says go to the great city of nineveh and proclaim it the message i gave you jonah obeyed the word of the lord and went to nineveh now it says nineveh was a very important city a visit required three days so does that mean three days traveling there? I think it's three days to get there. Like you should only do it in three days because it will take you a day just to figure out like the, the tube. The second day you can do all, all, all the rides and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Third yeah. day, pick your favorites and watch the fireworks. Now, on the first day, Jonah started into the city. He talked about it. He said, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overturned. And everyone in Nineveh believes him. Yeah. Now, this, again, is something you don't see very often in this book. They People... all immediately go, all right, cool, oh, yeah, cool. Then, yeah. They go, What's that? Seaweed around your head? Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? Who? And so they all believe it, and they start a big fast. Yep. And even the king, there's a bit where the king comes out, and the king finds out about it. And I was reading it, and I don't know if you were the same, but I was thinking, all right. And the king's going to be like, no, I don't believe in this god. We we support fake god. We support the other gods, and then god brings a weasel to kill the king's nephew. Yeah. But actually, the king's like, yep, all right. Let's fast. Let's all wear sackcloths. Yeah, don't the animals do it? Yeah, yeah. He, the he animals well, join in. Well, I think he wants to... He goes, do not let any man or beast, herd or flock, taste anything. So you can't really 
don't, don't beat yourself up too much <laughs> yeah. if a seagull has something, okay? Yeah. It's not... It's not only if it goes off one of the chips. Don't no. worry. God saw what they did, how they turned away from their evil ways, and he had compassion, and he did not bring the destruction upon them. Again. There we go. This is different. It is. Because normally God will punish them and go, you believe anything, you gullible fools. I will kill you and make sure your children obey me. And yeah. it's just like, oh no, they're just doing it now. Yeah. And God's fine with it. God's fine with it. Just like with the wife from the whoredom in the last story. Do you he's remember doing that? it. Yeah, he's doing See, it. See, it wasn't that boring. It was. It was so boring. It was. But then, again, it's like Jonah is the one who doesn't want to do what God says. Mm. And then all these people are like, yeah, of course, we'll go along with it. Mm-hmm. So it turns out Jonah's the flawed one here. Do you think so? Yeah, because he's still... So he... Because after this, this isn't even the end of the story, he gets all pissed off, doesn't he? Well, yeah, he said... He goes like, this is why I ignored you, is because I don't think forgiveness is the answer. Yeah. I think if people disobey you, they should be destroyed. Like he normally... Like God normally does that. Yeah. And Jonah's like... I. I didn't want to go to Nineveh because I knew you'd just forgive them and everything would be fine. Whereas I think you should have killed all of them. Yeah. So please, God, kill me. He's like, kill me now, please. Yeah, it's it's massive. It's it's it's. It, he wanted to die. I'm reading this now. Jonah keeps wanting to die. He wanted to die and said it would be better for me to die than to live. Mm. And, and and there's a bit. Was it? He leaves the town. Yeah, he goes and sits like in the desert. He lies down. Yeah, and then God creates a vine. Yeah, oh, I've got gourd. I think isn't that like a big vegetable? No, gourd is God. It's the same. <laughs> thanks. Don't fuck it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Talk to me like that, you arrogant tosser. <laughs> I think we've been reading the Bible for too long. It's really starting to affect our friendship. <laughs> Shut your whoredom mouth. <laughs> yes, we Oh fuck. Oh, wow. What, is it not? No, I feel great. Oh, is it the MDMA? Yeah. Oh, you're sweating. Oh, yeah, I feel awake now. Okay. Oh, boy. Kind of near the end of the end of the podcast, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's let's get going. So, you should... Uh... Do you ever do that? Do you ever just go... Uh, sometimes. Do you ever just... Oh, it's sometimes. amazing, isn't it? Uh, so, Jonas... Yeah. Get off me, get off me, don't get off Sorry, me. Sorry, you get just fuck you, that what's the texture on that jumper? Uh uh jumper. Uh fine. And then Jonah falls asleep. And then a and, and then a, and then a and like a big worm comes. Wait, what? A, a worm comes and eats the vine away, and the vine's no more. And Jonah's like, Oh, are you gonna let me die now? And God's like, No. See all those people. Yeah, yeah. we're all connected to those people, aren't we? We're the same as those people. There's no difference between any of us if it's all an illusion. Yeah, it grew. It didn't ask to grow. I honestly think the vine is Tony Blair. Did you ever think about that? If they if they don't know until they're doing it, Prime Minister. It's funny that man. Like Blair was like he was there. We were kids. We were kids. He was looking after us. He like did the hospitals. He did the school. And that's the um. He was our vine. He was you know he was the one of Jonah. And we killed him. We killed himself. Maybe. I guess. Um. So they're the five minor prophets that we've. uh, You okay? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What's going on? Good. Yeah, I'm good. Are you yeah. good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Oh, man. Do you want to pop your shirt back on for me, please? No. No, I'm sweating. I'm really, yeah. I'm sort of like, 
Where did you see you got this squelch? Squelch on the floor. Fuck. Yeah. Man. That's what they were all doing in there, yeah. Yeah, it's great, this. You know, I fucking love the Bible. I fucking love it. This has picked up your spirits a little bit. Should I we love go? The Bible, man. Should we go back through those other books yeah, again? Yeah, now that you're you feeling know what? Better? Let, let, I just think like, because sometimes you just can't see how beautiful, like the book of. Oh. Start the whole thing again. All right. All right. Go. Go all for right. it. Oh fuck! All right, I'll just delete everything we've done up to this point. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, hey everyone, you're listening to. I mean, you're listening to me, but I'm in your ears. But I'm, but I think also I'm around. I'm just around. Isn't that mad? So Hosea, this guy, wow. God tells him to get a wife. He says the wife, she's cheats and cheats on him. But you got to give this girl a chance because it's like, yeah, we all fuck up, we all make mistakes. But you know what? We're all the same in the end. You know, no one is perfect. Oh man. <sighs> That is that is an erection I've got. So uh, the Lord, what? the Lord began to say, "Can you like? Can you just put a beat, like a beat? Like I legally we can't put music. I'll make a beat. Okay, make a beat. Like yeah, I'll make so what? Well, like an electronica house beat. So like yeah, yeah. So the Lord like so he gets this. This no, that's that is killing my vibe. Whatever that is, that is I'm no, that's not good. Okay, stop that. Love and friendship. All around. That is true, actually. So basically, Hosea has these kids and this wife, and it's like it's a metaphor for Israel. And like, did you ever think about Israel? Do you ever just think, wow, they're all over there, and they're all like together? I sometimes think maybe Tony Blair is the head of Israel, and I say this to people, and they don't know what I mean. So anyway, Hosea's fuck. I mean, what a story. Have you ever thought about that? But then you have Amos. Oh man, I feel good. Do you mind if I take off this belt? Oh fuck. What time does Squelch open? Now Obadiah is like I always think if Tony Blair could have given everyone a pie, he would have. Oh wow. It's Sean's birthday this week. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, turn that music off, man. Turn that music off, man. Yeah, you feeling okay? Yeah. You think it works out your system? Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. We're going to squelch? Absolutely, mate. Let's go squelch, man. What's the dress code? I don't think we have to wear anything, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I'm driving. I'm driving, You go and get in the car. You get in the car. I'm getting in the car. Uh, By the way, listeners, I just want you to know, like, I feel like I might not get a chance to say this again. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you let go of that, please? Being here, sorry, being here with all of you, and I don't know if this is the MDMA talking or what, but I really, I feel like you are like my Blair. You help me, and you give me education, Mm -hmm. and I feel so, like, I just feel so lucky, because, like, if I was alive in, like, pirate times, you know, I wouldn't have any of this. Please let go of it. I would, sorry, but I don't need gold. People talk about precious metals. They do. People are metal. People are the most metallic thing. Yep. Oh, fuck. This desk feels so good against my bare nipple. Great. Uh, I might just rub my nipple against the desk for like 20 20, 20 or 25 minutes. Sure. Squelch. Do they have like um, tables? 
like desks like this and squelch? They have platforms. They're like go-go dance platforms. Okay, so I'm just can... going to rub against... Okay. Have you got any gum? Can I have five pieces of it? I'll give you five pieces of gum. I'll just wrap up the show. Okay. Okay, then Sorry. we'll keep going. Rub your back there. You go. You're doing all right. You're doing okay. It's good, isn't it? Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was, was brought to you by Sh- uh, Sean McLaughlin and Elliot J. Fallows. Uh, 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 paid for by Bible Corp. Not responsible for any orphanage fires since uh, 2019. Good eggs. Good, good people they good are. Good eggs, boys. And uh, again, one final time, if you want to get to that live show, yeah. £5, 6.45, Bill Murray Angel, London, 3rd of November. We should, we should do one in Squelch. Well, it's actually, that is the venue as well. It's, it, that's what Squelch is during the day. Is it? Yeah. Well, let's go, boy. Let's go, boy.